0: And welcome to the Lock In Podcast, the show that lifts the lid on the pub trade by those working in it. I'm Morley Advertisers Ed Beddington and with me as ever are my two trusty sidekicks, my co-hosts of choice, the incomparable Heath Ball and Nicky Thatcher. Heath Bell needs little introduction, but I'll do one anyway. Award-winning operator Heath models his management style on classic sitcom Faulty Towers, <laughs> even down to employing a Spanish-speaking manager, albeit from yeah. Colombia. He's from Brazil. Yeah, well, Brazil—it's close. You say Colombia, I say <laughs> Brazil. Yeah. Uh, Heath, you must be delighted with the news that John Cleese is bringing Faulty Towers back. You can pick up some new tips and ideas.
1: I think sometimes just leave lying dogs sleep. You know what, what I mean? Just no, don't remake it. It's going to be shit. It yeah. won't be as funny, and his daughter's writing it, isn't it? So,
0: I mean, it, it does make the blood run cold slightly. how yeah, they go. Just leave it. This is a man who stopped being funny probably about
1: ten plus years ago yeah, as well. And, it's like it's like when they remade I mean, the a Matrix, ruined it. Just leave stuff be. Well,
2: just I think sequels in general they're never as good as the first no, one. Like, Die Hard remakes. Two. Die hard two was pretty good. Oh, I'm not getting into Die yeah,
0: Hard. No, it's not as good as the first one though. Um, Die hard Three, 3 was, was good. Probably better than two. Yeah, but no, not better than the first. Empire Strikes Back. One. That was better. Yes, yep. that's probably the only decent Star Wars film. Um, um,
2: Rocky 2? These are all bullshit. All
0: right. um, anyway, Mickey is the news editor on the morning advertiser, our very own Lois Lane.
2: Mm-hmm. So does that
0: make me Superman?
2: <laughs>
0: oh, no. i <laughs> <perspective>. Mr. Blobby, <laughs> <Yeah. Mikey. laughs> All right, he a fat and out of shape Superman with limited to no power.
1: Yeah, Mr. Blobby.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. So nice. Guys, welcome. I enjoy these chats Immense Uh, So for this episode of the podcast, we're tackling the topic of roast dinners, the important role they play in the pub landscape, what makes a great roast, what are the supply challenges and where is the innovation. We're also recording this at one of London's top pubs for roast dinners, The Bull and Last in Highgate. So to help us pick some of that apart, we've got some great guests lined up, including Ollie Pudney from The Bull and Last, Kirsty Cheetham, head chef of the Queen of Tows Tatch, that's a really easy one to say, isn't it? say that after a couple of Queen beers Hotel. well we'll see you later <laughs> um, Tom Casson over to good roasts Ross Allen from Aubrey Allen Tommy Layton from the New Common Garden Market Maria Harris of the Stag Hotel in Lindhurst and top pub chef Paul Dickinson so quite a lot of guests there a lot of people. To mangle their names. Uh, I was going to say I've actually got a line here so that's quite, well, quite the line of a guest for to offend mm. so um, Just don't know where to start well yeah I'm sure you will um, also this is uh, particularly well timed this episode Podcast because it was National Yorkshire Pudding Day two weeks ago, and we like to be on the ball
3: always.
1: Mm. They're so shit Yorkshire puddings. What get Oh, out. Come
0: on! I mean, wow! What a statement! What a statement! It at the is. You know what it is? is? It's like you know. these the nothing when you look at
1: Sunday lunch Instagram, and it's all the pubs up there, and all they're doing is putting up. Look how big my Yorkshire pudding is. Yeah, great, mate. What about your potatoes? Yeah, that. What right. about your beef? You, what about you your soup? What about paying ch- for something? Yeah, of course they are. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, do you know what I mean? Right, that thought,
0: because we will pick up on this later, okay. because I'm sure our guests will uh, will have something to say on that. So we can talk about the size of Yorkshire's a mm-hmm. uh, lot. Stop stinking, Nikki. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just incredible. <laughs> this is daily. We have to put up with this one. You lower the tone, Nikki. Uh, yeah. Lower the tone. Always. Uh, so let's um, let's have a chat about what's going on before all that. So uh, we've got uh, Stonegate selling mm-hmm. a thousand pubs. Yeah. 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 I mean, probably uh, something that probably would have happened far sooner if we hadn't had a pandemic in the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no great surprise there. Um, a bigger surprise, perhaps, is uh,
1: JD yeah. Weatherspoons putting their prices up. <laughs> it's so cheap anyway. <laughs> it's almost... I know, oh but still, you look at it like a pint of like drinking IPA, like one thirty something. You know what I mean? It's just like it's. Just I did go
0: into one in uh, the Midlands the other day, and it was yeah, it was one pound thirty. For a pint of ruggles, Incredible. Said, oh, what's check.
1: the ABV on that?
0: Oh, I don't know, three something probably. I, see, I suppose, but it's yeah. Yeah, but even so. I mean, it's insane, isn't it? Mm. I mean, the place smelt like a trap, and the tables hadn't been cleaned in about sort of. Was like, the one you like, sent me weeks, photos but, of? Yes, yeah, yeah, classy. Yes, it was. Uh, it was a pleasant experience.
2: January that he did. Uh, there was a 99p sale as well, wasn't there? So for throughout January. Although the weather in England we're selling pints for 99p.
1: It's I don't know man like so I'm Sorry. glad we've got places like this in the market because we do need Places like this, but for people to, yeah, yeah exactly. But still, jeez, ninety-nine p a pint. Well, they may come to you now because
0: they've put their prices up. So, uh, <laughs> uh, great. I mean, you are well known to be affordable and cheap in uh, high games. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we've. Uh, what else has happened? Um, Brewdog have launched a, a new stout, going head to head with
1: Guinness. Um, I tried it the other day.
2: His favourite.
1: Yeah, oh, you're. You're a fan. No shit. <laughs> Well, I'm, head I'm to head it's like Jennifer. it's like it's yet. like the head brewer went right we're going to make a beer that's like Guinness and yet they failed so badly it, it if you drink part of Guinness and you have this next to it, it's just not the same thing. There's I mean, no body.
0: Just, just to kind of to put it out there, you are a rabid Guinness. If I fan. drink Guinness, to that's the my beer. Where you want to do an entire episode of the podcast on Guinness? So
1: just to qualify your Mate, antipathy towards that check, check out Jason Momoa's Instagram post. That's all that guy talks about is Guinness. Jason Momoa. Yeah, he's a massive oh, Guinness head. Yeah, massive Guinness, he's Guinness in head. is huh? Aquaman? Yeah, but I think I'm get him on I, the podcast. Think, well, it's the biggest selling <laughs> beer in the UK now, isn't it? It's overtaking. Going. Yeah, I saw I that. I think about that this morning. I'm Guinness. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's, it's doing
1: very well. So it'd be interesting to see whether they can uh, make
0: You know a, the USP is... making The USP
1: about Guinness is, no matter what science they've got behind the cans and all that, it's better in a pub. And that's, you know what I mean? If, they, if the beer's looked after properly, Guinness is a great beer. But the interesting you you have Guinness drinkers who say, I don't like stout, I don't drink stout, but they drink
0: Guinness. They don't even register that it's a stout. I mean, it's... It, yeah, no, it's a brand it's, apart. Yeah, but it?
1: it's, it's well done. A lot of stouts out there are shit. Remember Camden when they released Inc.? terrible.
0: Well, I mean we're going to do this in a future episode because Heath is, uh, is very keen to do it so we will talk about getting us in more detail then it's so, out are we going um, to do it in Dublin or
4: <laughs>
0: well, I don't know Could do
1: get, get the budget Could out in yeah,
0: yeah I've got 50p like I, yeah, I think um, right here yeah, yeah. And you blew it on uh, that pint of um, lager with a with a shandy
1: top to, like a this Monday afternoon in
0: <laughs> uh, Alex Riley um, recently came out did, a, did an interview with um, a very well respected um, trade title called The Morning Advertiser hmm. um, and was talking about sort of suggesting the economic Armageddon that uh, had been predicted was, was over-egged.
1: But that's oh quite really, is this, to... is, and this is why we've got Tory party members and Labour party members meeting secretly to talk about the effects of Brexit on the economy. Look oh happened. really? Oh that, that's right, over-egged. Nice one Alex. Uh, uh, well, he hasn't quite gone there yet, but uh, I'm sure he will again. Come on, they're having little chats out in the hotel about it. I mean, we talk. We talk about something else, not that. Oh, yeah. but, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but, but, but it all comes back to the fact that, yeah, it, rubbish, mate. What is it? How, what was the press that came out today? You guys did it as well. What? What's the insolvency. Yeah, oh. How much was it? Come Up eighty percent it went up 80% right, Yeah, you know,
0: right. just, it's 80% from what though I mean this is a. That, well, this, this, this could always be And I'm not saying that there isn't problems there definitely are problems um, but generally we're seeing more people saying January was a better trading month mm-hmm. than, than they expected how,
1: how was your January? It wasn't as Good as last year, but I'm, I'm looking at last year's figures when everybody came out of yeah. lockdowns and didn't have a Christmas, and, and and so we had a really great January. This year was okay; it wasn't great. But if you look at against
0: pre-COVID good, good pre- operators, are say they had a good January.
1: Oh, really? So. Interesting. <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, I think generally we're getting, it, the January trade has been more buoyant than, than expected yeah, I suppose we're, that's, that's what, what I noticed was it was
1: wasn't stuff. a lot of um, dry January and there wasn't a lot of vegan food going out right. what I noticed was that you know what yeah. I mean there was people definitely, are
2: still wanting to treat themselves yeah I think so mm. life's pretty shit right now
0: Mm. Um, so moving on from there uh, things we're going to be talking about roasts um, apparently pub roasts are going to increase uh, by £10
1: over the next 20 years oh come on who's done the f- why, even wait, why even get the fag packet out to write that down and do the maps on that it's such a stupid thing of course they're going to go oh, up I did read that press release and and, and it made me go that's kind of yeah, basically we'll, we'll do applies to petrol Applies yeah. of to like building apply if it to it anything hasn't gone up by £10 over the next we've 20 years we've got problems okay
0: very surprised yeah. I'm surprised
1: they're not saying we won't be eating meat. Yeah. Like you well, know well, what I mean? That, yeah, that would be the
0: other thing. Yeah. Apparently, though, vegans, vegans most miss roast chicken.
1: According to another very Chicken's good restaurant. the most bland
2: example. of roast meats as oh, well. Oh, I love roast chicken. I mean, yeah, but it's the most it. bland. Maybe mm, that's why. No way, I don't know. Mm.
1: Where, where are you going? You going to the Hungry Horse or something like that?
2: No, I just mean in general. Like it's just a bit. You season it to, well. Season it. It's just no. <laughs> Stick a little salt. On get a nice. It'll if you fun. get a
5: really good
1: pasture red chicken, like proper chicken and you roast it and you look after it you treat it with respect it's going to be one of the best meats
2: treat it with respect well you don't
1: like overcook it it and dry (laughs) it buy it dinner afterwards (laughs) (laughs) oh shit jokes
0: <laughs> um, but no, I'm with Nikki. I mean, yes, you can get good chicken, but generally speaking, most, most chicken tends to be shit. Because because out, people buy shit chicken. Well, we we can talk about this later, with, the, with Yeah, but with it's the, 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 the thing guys. though. But but it, but it is. If you're going to go for roast, I mean, you're going to beef has surely got to be up there. Yeah. At, at first, then then
1: surely pork or lamb and chicken right down the bottom. Don't think. No, okay. obviously beef's the most popular roast. Is yeah. it? Is, has anybody done a study on that? You know. So um, know, we can ask around the pub. Yeah, God, yeah, I don't know. We we gear up yesterday. We did 150 roast, 147 roast beef yesterday, and then the rest of them chicken was like 40, and then blah 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 blah. But it's the most popular.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, there you go. Well, we will uh, we will pick up on some of those themes, um shortly. Listening to the Lock In podcast, and we're talking about the great Sunday roast and the role pubs play in delivering that. Uh, We want to kick off by exploring why it's become such an iconic part of the menu for pubs that serve food. And to help us with that, I'm delighted to be joined by Ollie Putney, chef here at the Bull and Last in Highgate. Well, you're more than a chef, you're you're the owner as well, aren't
7: you? uh, Yes. Chef Patron, is that title? Yeah, I don't really like those kind of titles personally, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Some people love those titles. As long as we're busy, what
1: what do you call yourself, Lee? Mm, Look, I, know, I know what my wife calls me. <laughs> well, we <laughs> can
2: think of a few names. Probably, I'm sure yeah. I get some names.
1: And what about your staff? I uh, oh, they just call me boss. Ah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Right. Nice and simple, clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's true. Uh,
0: anyway, yes, welcome. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. I mean, let, let's get your take on it. Let's start with that. Why, why do you think roasts are such a, a central part of a, a good pub's identity?
7: Uh, I mean, roasts generally are just something that British cuisine's founded on. Like everyone loves a home cooked roast whether it's your grandmother did it or your mum or your, if you're a good cook everyone loves to go out for Sunday lunch I mean the amount of chefs that don't like working Sundays is <laughs> amazing considering Sunday lunch is one of the biggest earners Um but yeah I mean it's the f- for me personally and I suppose the pub it's like the foundation of good British pub like the Sunday lunch you've got to be busy on that one mm. you know and it's such an amazing vibe with like families and dogs and all the food running out the beef, you know, the swapping of tables the yeah it's just, it's an amazing energy it's, it's a different experience to the rest of the week isn't it yeah 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 and then, right, I think roast is same so point, it gets everyone together um, and people can just come in for one course or they can have the you know The full shebang, but it is a lot of food, you know. Pubs have to really feed people on one course with roast, whereas other dishes. During the week can be mm. lesser, fair, you know, not as much stuff. It's got to be packed, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And in London, people charge properly for roast. You know, get a good quality bit of meat, which costs yeah. an arm and leg as it is. Yeah. So, so what's yeah. what, what, what's 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 a good charge? And what would you say is? Uh... I mean, you're going to pay anywhere up from twenty-five quid for roast beef in London. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. What, what are you charging I'm too cheap yeah. right? okay, yours is 25
7: quid isn't it 24 but is it I just 25 after this podcast uh, yeah <laughs> no, <it's> 27 <laughs> after this It's ours just... is 27 no. yeah
1: I think that's rump. that's where it, I think yeah. 27 like, I think when you start I remember the, the guinea grill when he Osh put up his message and he says oh we're 36 quid and I think that, wow oh, everybody that's on the is, chat just well, went give him it oh. it wasn't that it was like, what was it? it was rump rump Cap. it was stank, rump man. Yeah, yeah like it wasn't you know that's a tough one yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it, you have got to charge properly.
7: You know, yeah. it is more expensive to buy mm. stuff in town, and it is more expensive just generally uh, just out there. Yeah. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to go too mad, but you've got to, you've got to charge probably And then, if you if you can't afford to charge, then you go down there. The levels of meat, you know, yeah, like you can get really good topside yeah, for sure, and that can be a 1695, 17.50 kind of roast area. There's another pub in Highgate. Oh, I won't mention
1: names. And the fourteen ninety five for the beef. Oh, is it? What cut are they using? <laughs> I don't even like <laughs> side. A bit yeah. of, uh, chuck. It just says beef.
7: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It fights you when you're
0: eating it. <laughs> it's seven. <sad. laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it, hey, what's your? Why, why do you? Think you know a, a roast is such a, an iconic dish
1: for, for pubs? I just I, 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 don't know. I think it's the one thing the Brits, we well, say you Brits, do well. I think, um, yeah, roast dinner, you know, it's sort of Sunday's a different kettle of fish every rest of the week. It's just the yeah. energy, and everybody likes love it, can be really busy on a Sunday lunch. Like mm. back home, it's it's different in New Zealand when I grew like, well, up. You do the roast on a Monday. Oh, really? Mum would, Mum would have Sunday off, you'd go and have pizza or Chinese yeah. food, or you know, dim sum's huge in New Zealand, but on a Monday Sunday night mum would cook a roast dinner and the whole family would come round and yeah. it was a different affair dim but...
7: sum is an amazing Sunday option like to go dim sum like dim sum trolley on a Sunday is, oh, a, is a good one That's especially in London you know yeah. like yeah. as an option so instead was, of the roast. was the roast then on the Monday was it, was it less
1: significant Cause, I mean, no it was, was because no, it's, it's it was bringing all the family together so At you'd still the week. do that right? well you'd have a full on okay. thing and then you'd have cold cuts on Tuesday yeah. but
2: would it be right. in the evening still on a Monday
1: yeah Monday evening Because yeah,
2: like Sunday if you go out for a Sunday roast then you like kind of make a big like a sting of it you go out earlier and then
1: but here's the thing that, here's the thing that yeah. killed me when I went travelling when I first came over here, and I went travelling and I went to Scotland I thought oh, I'll get a Sunday roast They don't do them no, well, it's, it's not common know, in Scotland to have a Sunday roast is that right? yeah huh? hard to hunt one down yeah it's really hard They don't. it's an English thing
7: ok well I mean that's and they don't like it. you guys well, I not think personally, I think they're stunning anyone who ever asks me about what's my favourite dish you know you get asked as a chef or whatever and I, mine is roast beef
2: yeah, it is the it best. It is roast beef right,
7: with yeah. rib. We were talking we're about chicken here, here we d- do rib for two. What do you think about chicken? Love it.
1: Yeah. These guys have got a problem with chicken.
2: No, we don't have a problem with chicken. What,
1: have
7: you had a bad experience?
2: No, well, I you got said... attacked by a chicken once. <laughs> You're alive, they freak me out a bit, but that's neither here nor that. Um, <laughs> no, but I just think, like, if you order roast chicken a as a roast, it's just a, it's just a bit bland. Just,
7: I mean, like, it can be. It can boring. be. Especially battery farm chicken has hardly any flavour. Um, but if you get... Good quality chicken has bags of flavor it's all in the skin and freak you on the
8: bone but you'll be like this actually tastes or something uh,
7: yeah. yeah so what, what meats do you do on a Sunday here we always we only ever do two roasts okay. meats we always do beef in some way it's yeah. sirloin at the moment yes. and we also do our wing rib for two that we do as a steak during the week and Saturdays but we do that as a roast for two so you can have rib you have to have it for two yeah that's cut up on a board and we've had a few funny moments moments with that I mean the only the other week someone ordered a what's called prime rib on the menu uh, to their room you know we do a bit of room service for the guest yeah, rooms upstairs yeah. but they ordered like this massive because you get loads of stuff and you've got like cocotte pots everywhere and i like, trying to orchestrate that in one of the smallest guest rooms upstairs it's pretty <laughs> interesting but you know these are all funny little tales that come across but we do a lot of those probably on a Sunday like 20 of those okay, okay. I so mean we do like
0: so you do a choice of uh, two rounds.
7: Beef and beef. Yeah. Right, okay. No, no, no. We get no one other. No one other. You get two types of beef and then you get another meat, chicken. It it rotates. It's been guinea fowl, it's been chicken, it's been duck a couple of times over the years, but predominantly it's either chicken or pork. Rotacerates. At the moment, moment it's pork. This weekend, we did uh, porchetta. That's a knocked out um, pork belly with tenderised bits of marinated pork collar through the middle, tied and roasted slowly. Nice. Uh, and that's nice. yeah, that's yeah, lovely. That's lovely. So we quite that's often unreal. do the pork belly anyway, but we thought we'd occasionally got a bit of extra time. You can do porchetta which takes right. a bit of time to prepare but yeah that was on this weekend and it's on for a sandwich today if you guys are eating oh. um uh, that's so yeah it's always uh it's always a winner so yeah that comes with chucrut black pudding you know, slow cooked cabbage with like french sausage braised through it nice. you for this. yeah you go you, you fancy this roast up quite a bit like, don't you yeah, uh... yeah i mean mm. the pork roast always gets a bit of black pudding apple sauce some mm. sort of grain mustard thing, uh, fried crackling where if you slow cook pork and you take the skin off yeah. you can clean it up and sort of trim it with scissors and fry it in pops so we always get one of those on it the has p- already got the crackling on it but if you standard pork belly yeah. people do it lots of different ways yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we do the classic Chinese method which is salt it overnight run the skin under a hot tap before you slow roast it that crackling right. comes out amazing every time chefs if you want to use that technique <laughs> <laughs>
4: that
2: sounds <unimportant>. uh, <laughs> I wanted to ask sorry about extras just because it sprung to mind the other day when you were saying about <laughs> what sort of extras
4: are you after <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry go
2: back
0: the box. I mean this, we, we rely on Nicky for these kind of things yeah. the so jokes I mean not
3: the <laughs>
2: anyway moving on I was thinking more like if someone wants extra gravy or if someone wants extra something do you charge for them do you say no what's your kind of stuff extra
7: gravy doesn't get a charge extra potatoes gets a charge yeah definitely yeah, yeah gravy doesn't although gravy should really because actually gravy is so much more expensive so labour intensive yeah. but we don't really charge for that we do charge for extra mayonnaise on steaks during the week but we don't for gravy mm-hmm. um, at the
1: moment but I might change that actually yeah. I think but it's quite it, subjective though isn't yeah. it like, how much How much gravy is enough gravy yeah. Yeah. Like, some yeah. people when we've had it and they go I want more gravy and you go "Man, you've had two jugs already and the, the roast looks like a ramen and you're like man seriously like, they're more yeah but, yeah, but, yeah. yeah have to judge it and you can't you can't be too militant
7: but also these things are very expensive like just to put it in perspective to cook you know a double pot of uh, beef sauce you know one costs like 115 quid for to make a... Bone stock, yeah. so it's got veal bones, beef bones, it's refreshed with another batch of bones. Um, it's got five litres of pork, five litres of red wine in it. It's got a, a pre made veal stock in it as well. I mean, it's, it's,
1: tons, it's tons of products and gas or well, electricity. Yeah, got yeah. got gas, electricity, wow. so I mean, you can go really fast if yeah. you
7: want, like yeah. the, of the storage cost, all that, but leaving yeah. that aside. And your waste? Going in the bin? Yeah, and then and then people not using up all the sauce. But generally, I mean that is the <sighs> You I mean you don't do what
0: he does and pour it off the plates back into the jugs to give it to Ben? told you it was a
7: secret. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is a Schneider secret for getting as much out of it as you can. Coffee pepper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think a quality roast comes from using amazing products Yeah. because at the end of the day it is very simple. It is just a lump of meat, well, This potato, is hard it, snipple, it? It 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 greens. It is
0: such a simple sort of content. I mean, yes, you can add bells on this. But you there say are, this, no. but
1: how many roasts have you gone out in the pub and had it. and it's so shit yeah so, bum- yeah, there
7: are so many bad burp- roast, mate, this is true um, no. I, I, Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean I always judge a roast on like the moment so if you go in a pub you know what kind of roast you're going to get you're not paying through the nose for it and there is a bit of uh, bistro thickening ageing in the sauce you know that's coming um, and it's okay and you eat it I always eat it in a way that's not that chefy so I just get on with it a couple of nice beers and that's that. Move on to the next place a couple of weeks yeah. later, and your expectations are there because you've got 45 day hung meat, they're advertising yeah, yeah. it in the restaurant, yeah. and then you tune into whether you're going to be you know, expecting saying great or not. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the, the, we talked about price earlier.
0: There's, 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 there's two scales that. I mean, you guys are at the one end of the scale and then there's the
7: pub, the Britannia pub yeah. market. But we're not the same level um, as it's like right in town. No. Although sometimes our pricing here is related to town a bit, depending on the demographic that comes to the pub. But, you know, we always try and offer stuff on the menu where if you come, you can spend if you want on something, but there's a cheaper option. So like, moving yeah. off Sunday roast at lunch there are some things around the 15 16 quid mark yeah. you can have as one plate or you can spend 50 quid on lunch yeah, depending yeah. on what you want to eat uh, I mean, it, it, same it, on Sundays it, it varies around apparently the, the in cheapest place in
0: the country for a roast is Birmingham do you want to have a guess at how much uh, 8.95 average you're reading the bloody notes am I right though don't then? be uh, such a cheat actually it was 8.78 but oh, okay. uh, you, were, you, were, <laughs> <laughs> you were close eight. your BDI was two, on it two,
2: Imagine
7: what the quality is like. I
0: can should imagine go
9: there and have it. What's well, we
7: the name are, of it? We are going to be in Birmingham in March, so maybe we should do that. Oh. I mean, that's Toby Carvery level. Yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's cheaper, cheaper than Toby, Toby Carvery. How yeah, much is Toby Carvery? been
2: recently? <laughs> yeah,
7: let's <a> Yes, <laughs> I drive <laughs> past I one on like the it. way home all the time, and I'm,
0: I'm still not tempted to give it a try. So that brings me to my, my final question because we are running out of time. What is the fucking point of a Carvery? I think a Carvery is great.
2: <laughs> I like you, it, yeah.
0: Oh am I the only one here then? Yeah. is it I mean I'm, There I'm are not, some good to be the, there are some very good carvery operators. It. Yeah, I'm sure. But I, the amount of times you see somebody take you on a pub for the first time and they go, well, "I'm gonna put the car for and you just think,
7: well, have we gone back to the seventies? Yeah. yeah Yeah, I mean I, I I literally don't frequent those kind of venues uh, at all. And probably never will again, even if I have another three children. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Zero he, at the you,
1: you, look, you like a car. <laughs> I, 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 I think there's an option still for a really high. Remember, if you, you, do, a s- version, yeah. if you do a high-end version, yeah. where it's super high-end and really
7: well done, it has to be an amazing site that's got the football dynamic like yeah, and down on the south bank or something where yeah. you can just come straight out of the tape yeah. and just get your medium rare rib and you're out the other out end of the door. Whereas the reality is, it's going to be a dry bit of meat that's been, yeah, dry. So I mean the high uh, volume faces they man. do mm. they do get it wrong you know yeah. Hawksmoor's known for doing an amazing roast some of the time you know and some, some of the time, time not some, <laughs> some of the time yeah. not
1: they use rum well I maybe
0: mean, that's why and anyway on that note I am afraid we are thank out of you. time but thank you very much nice that. to chat This is the Lock-In podcast with myself, Ed Beddington, Heath Bell, and Nikki Thatcher. <laughs> we're talking, sorry, it's a running joke in this one, people, really. Uh, we're talking about the Great Pub Roast in this episode, and we're now going to take a look at what makes the perfect roast. To help us with that, I'm delighted to welcome roast dinner rating expert Tom Casson from Rate Good Roast, and the current reigning Observer Food Monthly winner of the Best Sunday Lunch, Kirsty Cheetham, head chef of the Queen O'Towd Thatch. I knew I was going to get that wrong. Is that, am I anywhere near pronouncing that correctly, Kirsty? <laughs> uh, Queen O'Towd Thatch, yes. Queen O'Towd Thatch. I mean, it's, it's a bit of a,
1: yeah.
6: Thatch. How can you get the thatch, thatch shit wrong?
1: What, what, you know. must have a nickname, though. What do people call you? What's the pub called?
6: Uh, they call us the Thack. Well, the locals call us the Thack, and people that don't really know us call us the Queen. Okay. Um, yeah. oh.
1: it's sort out of like the regulars from the, the you know. The, the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, the secret Secret <laughs> codes and all that. So, Well,
0: guys, thank you very much for joining us. Um, Tom, let, let's start with you. Um, tell us what you do at, at Rate Good Race and how you do it.
5: Um, yeah, so we essentially are a, a team of roast lovers, and every year we take it upon ourselves to, to travel across the country and try and identify uh, the best 10 or so roasts. Um, and it started off as a bit of a, a thing out of, you know, you, you never really want to be disappointed when you go for a roast mm. so try and find a, a, a solid few options for uh for ourselves and our friends and then that's kind of snowballed into um we've been doing it for about five years now and every time we kind of end up sharing our our list it seems to get uh, quite a lot of media attention which mm. is a surprise to us as much as it is to probably you all
4: mm.
0: and, and it, I mean you're getting traction then and people are following this and they're using you as a guide uh, for for where to go for roast then
5: yeah 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 and we we've, we kind of break it down into kind of 10 areas and of of what makes a great roast which obviously we'll we'll talk about mm. at some point um but yeah we've we've had a lot of media attention and I think half of it being you know people wanting to know where to go mm. um, but I also think chefs are a very competitive group of people and they they always definitely want to be as best as they can be so yeah mm. chefs, uh, we've, got, we've made quite a few friends with chefs who are, uh, are always wanting to kind of take part and yeah it's, uh, it's great, I, I I do love roasts, I, I think I was... I'm always surprised at how passionate and how much people really love roasts.
0: Roast. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And Kirsty, I mean, you, you you set up your pub with the intention of creating the best roast, I believe.
6: Uh, yeah, we, we, we are a country pub. We're a, in a small village in North Yorkshire, and we figured that if we nailed a good roast so people people in Yorkshire will travel miles for a, a good mm. roast so it gets the word out a bit more and it's a bit more of um, a leveller like everybody does love a roast everybody loves a roast whether you like you know kids love them, grandmas love them, if you're foodies you, you get into the nuts and bolts of it sometimes it's just like a good feed and, and the roast mm. kind of covers all those all those bases, really. It's great, so we just thought If we can, we can get that, get a following off that, and then people might start coming mm. for, for other things as well. Because
0: and, and, I just love those. And, and with great success, you've won uh, the uh, the award from the Observer Food Monthly twice, I believe. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Do you enter that, or do they come to you? How, how does that work?
6: Uh, you you enter it. So mm. they they do the Observer Food Monthly um, every year. I've been going for 14 years or something mm. now. I think. Um, and there's various categories and you basically just ask people to vote for you mm. um, and then and then it goes from there so there, there, there's some awards that are judged but this is purely customer votes okay um, so we just managed to convince enough people that were eating here that they wanted to vote for. So us no, no bribery involved, <laughs>
0: um no extra roast potatoes, things like that. It, and, uh, they're, not um, <laughs> they're not gonna feed you. They're not gonna feed you. It's worth a shot heath. I mean you never give me anything
9: so.
0: um let, let's let's get on to the to the meat of this, sorry. Oh, um God. I mean Nikki, come on. It's my job. Terrible. Um tom Kirsty, what what makes a good roast? Then, what do you think is is the the key thing? Maybe Tom, let's start with you on that.
5: Um, I think there's there's something much much bigger. I think I'd like it's there's something quite romantic about a roast. I think it's it's a bit of an event. So you know, whether it's an opportunity to see friends or family, you know. It almost, I feel like as an adult, it's almost me going out-out on a Sunday if I go for a roast. And, you know, you want some standout dishes of... You know, maybe maybe a couple of seasonal specials for you know a lamb or a, a porchetta or you know a, a creative main option for veggies. Um I am I'm, I'm massively passionate about Yorkshire puddings and them being big enough to be a vessel for gravy. Um and then you know potatoes need to be in that bit of a Venn diagram of fluffy and crispy and they need to be bang in the middle um yeah yeah there's uh you know uh, venue venues as well you know venues play a big part you know this time of year you want it to be cozy and potentially a roaring fire and you want to feel like you could you could sit in and spend the rest of your afternoon there after yeah. you meet
0: yeah absolutely so Kirsty what, what what
6: makes a good roast for you what do you think you're getting right well, I think I think Tom's pretty much never there to be honest <laughs> um, it is it is a bit of an event you know people take a lot more time over the Sunday dinner than they do over a, a normal meal uh, it does tend to be a few hours as opposed to just coming in and getting fed people want to be fed for sure mm. I mean you, you can't get away with tight portions on a Sunday roast there needs to be plenty of it. Um, but it needs to be tasty and every, everyone's got their own opinion everyone has their idea of their perfect gravy or their perfect potato or their perfect collage cheese or whether even collage cheese should be there and
3: mm-hmm. so
6: you can't please everyone all the time but we, we do what we, we love um, good meat Good for me good meat, good gravy good spuds and then the, the vegetables around it Mm, mm. Animal fats. Yeah. <laughs> Animal fats. Fat, fat and bones is, is my quote. Fat and bones. Uh, so we have stocks on. We make four different stock bases for four different gravies for the four different meats, mm. uh, plus veggie as well, actually. So we're cooking we're cooking stuff all the time. Mm. And then we, from roasting the bones, we collect the fats. That puts the flavour into the Yorkshire puddings and the potatoes. Uh, and then seasonal vegetables, caring about it. Good staff, lovely environment. Yeah, makes it, it. It should be friendly and cosy, and and there's nothing fancy about it. Yeah, but it's a, it's a nice time. for, so for anybody, it, it's fair to say then. And enjoy things.
0: I it, is it fair to say then that it starts with a gravy? I mean, Heath, you you've always banged
1: on about your gravy. Yeah, I think um, you can't. You, you've got to make proper stock. I think you can't. You, you go to so many pubs and you look at the you look at the gravy and you just know it's come out of a packet. You think, what's the point? you know what I mean? I know it's a graft, but, mm. you know, I think it's worth
0: the graft. Um, but that also, I mean, you were talking about less sort of energy costs and everything, you know, is it, the gravy's going to get more expensive, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah, I suppose when we talk about that, yeah. Like, you know, you're keeping a stockpot. Well, you know, we use gas up there, so we've c- we got a stockpot running all the time. You know, we're running multiple stockpots, but, yeah, it starts getting really expensive.
0: Would you, Kirsty, would you charge for extra gravy? <laughs> is that something you'd look at?
6: Um, we... Sometimes do and sometimes don't. So we we put we put so gravy on the plate and then we send out extra gravy as well. Right. So we put gravy over the meat and then we send out extra gravy as well. Right. And then if they ask for extra gravy, um, i need the boss tends to... Um,
0: if she likes them. ...judge whether
6: whether she thinks they really need it or they're just asking for it if they really want it. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, so she's like, well, you've not... Why don't you finish that one and then we'll get you some more? Because <laughs> we often just... I, we end up throwing it down the drain, you know what I mean? Yeah. We throw it down the drain. And, and it does, you know, it... We used to run a we we used to run a six day stock pot. Now because of energy costs, we run a a four day stock pot, Mm -hmm. and I've had to change my recipes a little bit and get a bit more creative Mm -hmm. on how I'm making them. Right. Um. Purely because of the you know we do run off gas, but we need our electric uh,
1: extraction.
6: Our electricity extraction system to have the gas on. So it is... It, the, the costs are, are unbelievable at the minute. Yeah. Um, so we've had to work our way around it. I'm, I'm still very happy with the gravies. Uh, but, you, yeah, I, I think everybody in this environment at the minute has to be able to charge for anything yeah. extra to what you've already costed into... You, you mean.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And, and Tom touched on the uh, the giant Yorkies
1: uh, before we were recording this, Heath. You were uh, you were you were a big fan of the giant. Uh... I, 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 sorry, Tom. I just don't get it. Uh, like every, I was saying, every Sunday you go on social media and you read all these chefs' for your posts, and they're going, "Look at this! I've done this massive Yorkshire pudding." And all I think is, mate, why don't you just concentrate on your potatoes? Make your potatoes better. Oh, the sure. Yorkshire pudding's there just to mop it up. It doesn't have to be a giant thing. Why? Why does it have to be so big? Like, just it, it, you know. It's food but, porn, Yeah, but just spend more time yeah. on your potatoes. It, it's, it's the, the amount of times you go out insta and fun. the Yorkshire pudding's massive, and you get to potatoes and you go, they're oily, they're shit, they don't, they're not crispy, they, they haven't been smashed up enough, and then you know, and then you get to the meat and it's full of gristle and it's not great, and it's just like just, so, just stick to the Art Bessie little, yeah. little ones. Yeah, because right? you know the thing when I first started working in pubs in this country, we only used to give Yorkshire puddings with roast beef, and then suddenly Yorkshires are on everything.
2: Yeah, I have Yorkshires with everything.
1: Yeah. But this is what I Like and then You know We do it at the pub We put Yorkshire's on everything But it You know We spend so much time Making bloody Yorkshire puddings Got one guy Just does it on a Sunday and Constantly in the oven just cooking Yeah Because they're great It's a pancake It's a big pancake Nice eh?
0: It's not even you know, That's alright What was your take On the Yorkshire pudding Kirsty?
6: Ah, uh, it's essential. It's essential. Mm. It should be on every single dinner. We put it on the we put it on the, <laughs> the You know, we're from Yorkshire. You need Yorkshire pudding yeah. And it is there. It is there. And we we'll gravy. But you want to get every single last bit of it. We yeah. still put as much effort into our potatoes as we do into our Yorkshire puddings.
1: Yeah. But, but you know, the only thing I think the Yorkshire, Yorkshire pudding, pudding on everything. The only thing I think the good the Yorkshire pudding is good for is on a Sunday morning when I start work. I go up the kitchen. I get one. I get strawberry jam and I put the strawberry jam on it and I eat it.
2: Um, my granddad I mean, used to do that. Just weird. saying.
1: Classic. See, eh? it's just we're head of the game.
0: Is that, is that an Australian thing?
9: <laughs> <laughs>
1: New Zealand. <laughs> Again.
0: Um, yeah, I was going to say, I put a bit of vinegar on mine, when but that's... that's really? That's, yeah. that's, uh,
2: that's weird. Is it? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Everyone eats their roast in their own way. Um, I mean, what, what is a no-no? I'm conscious of time. As the last question, guys. What would you say is a real no-no when you get a, a, a roast dinner? What, what do you not want to see? Tom, what, what's your thoughts on that?
5: I, I think it kind of goes back to something that you've already kind of touched on around that kind of lack of care and attention. So I, I think, for me, it's always a shame when the the kind of veg, so your, your carrots and broccoli haven't kind of been shown care and attention and you get some kind of oil in a bag.
1: Yeah, yeah.
5: Basic stuff. And, you, you know, you just think... It's a, it's an afterthought, and it's a, it's a shame. Like you said, you know, when people spend a lot of time and effort into their yorkshires or their their potatoes, but I, I do think it's a shame when people have of. Missed, missed just a bit of love and attention into into the mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a no-no is definitely not serving a Yorkshire put in with everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I is
1: what, is what <laughs>
5: Not having
0: a Yorkshire as a no-no. Uh, oh, you'd always put yeah, your yeah, one on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, Kirsty, what 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 would you say as a no? What 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 the pub? What what do people get wrong? Oh, well, we've lost oh. oh, no. Oh, we've lost your sound, Kirsty.
6: Am back? Oh, you're oh, back, yes. Yeah.
0: What, what, what's a no-no for you? Uh,
6: Caring attention for sure. You can you can see sometimes if the meat has just been sliced and thrown in the oven and it gets a bit dry and crispy around the edges. Um, microwaved boiled veg. Uh, you know, you Even just a bit. you know, it a bit of butter, and needs a bit of seasoning.
1: Uh yeah, and I hate packet gravy. I
6: hate packet gravy. <laughs> you know what, it you
1: doesn't know take... God, You know what winds me up? Mm. Watercrest. When you water go crest. out water and they crest. put they put watercrest. Water they, they put watercrest on roast. Water, Watercress. Well crest, Chris yeah, crest were they putting salad on a roast dinner I don't get it I mean, we're going to come back to the
0: thing in a future episode um, yeah yes but that's garnish isn't it I mean garnish is garnish ever acceptable no unless well, you can eat it that probably is that probably is the entire episode yeah. uh, guys appreciate your time we are out of time though but thank you very much for that You're listening to the Lock In Podcast, and we're talking roast dinners in this episode. Pubs are renowned for being some of the best places to go for a roast, and it's an integral part of the offer for any good food pub. But what are the challenges to that at the moment? With vegetarianism rising, supply challenges leading to escalating prices, what should operators be thinking and worrying about? To help us with that, I'm delighted to welcome two experts onto the podcast, both legends in their own fields. In the meat corner, we have the fantastic Russ Allen, CEO of Butchers to Royalty and top chefs across the UK, Aubrey Allen. And in the VegCorp, I'm delighted to welcome the good friend and the UK's leading fruit and veg correspondent, Tommy Layton, who is press officer at New Covent Garden Market. So, guys, thank you very much for joining us.
9: It's great. Good
0: stuff. So, I mean in this are, are they under pressure at the moment? I think we've, well, there's a lot of things going on. Um, Russ, let's let's start with you um, on the on the meat side. What sort of supply challenges are you are you seeing and, and how is that impacted on uh, demand supply and, and pricing at the moment? Uh,
8: we haven't seen much supply problems. Uh, in, in our company but I mean I think that's mainly because we've used the same same suppliers for such a long time and, and, and the British as well so it hasn't really been affected that much I think that the cost of goods has been more of an effect you know the idea of the roast dinner at 9.95 in most places now is a bit of a thing of the past and it's had to, to go up in price and um, obviously, with meat increases, people have been looking for perhaps alternatives to the prime cuts. I think that's where the market's changed a little bit. Mm,
0: mm. And, and Tommy, on, on the, uh, I did, I did promise I wouldn't ask you about the price of carrot, so I won't. Um, how much is broccoli? <laughs> <laughs>
9: yeah, uh, what, broccoli. <laughs> interestingly enough, as you mentioned, broccoli, broccoli is actually a bit of a challenge at the moment because there's a unseasonably cold snap in Spain. So. Broccoli prices are a little bit higher than you might expect at this time of year, okay. um, but there's lots of different um, alternatives. And uh, I mean, you've known me long enough, Ed, that you, uh, you know I'm not a sort of tub thumper for buy British all the time. Mm. But there is a time and a place, and actually, you know, when you're trying to add value to your, your roast um, roast dinner menu at the moment, British veg is where you're probably at. Mm. Um, mm. Potatoes, parsnips, carrots, cabbage, kale, beetroot—all being grown in the UK at the moment. <laughs> Whereas the likes of broccoli and cauliflower are largely being imported right now um, right. Due, to the, you know, due to the time in the season really mm-hmm. if you talk to me at a different time of year I'd have a slightly different answer for you but um, you know price, prices go up and down with Fresh produce, it's um, mm. it's the way it is. They fluctuate, and obviously, I you know I represent a wholesale market, so wholesale markets do base their prices on on demand and supply more than maybe you'd see in a supermarket. Right. I mean, Heath, as a, as an
1: operator, what, what do you find at the moment in terms of your your, your uh, supplies? Just been buying really seasonal as much as I can. We're using kalets, I think that's what they're called, right now. The cross between the sprout and the um, kale, the little tree thing, come from Cornwall. Using those, just trying to buy as much British. Produce as possible and keep it really seasonal yeah. but yeah I've seen price increases but you've just got to pass it on don't you And are you passing those yeah, on yeah I have to otherwise I'm what you know I'm broke and then look at their pub and yeah. how's your broccoli I don't have broccoli on the menu right now. No broccoli at
4: all. No, no.
1: no. 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 I'm using kale. like I said. <laughs> right. Okay. Has that always been
2: the case? Sorry, did you say, or is it? Is no, I'm just, I'm just buying
1: what I can get my hands on and what's like really seasonal and you know what's 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 good. What yeah. what
0: comes? I mean, how how? I guess we didn't talk about this in the early one. But how interchangeable is is that veg option on on the roast? What what needs to be Oh, geez, us, Yeah.
1: Uh, I, but I think you're just choosing. Calm down, Nicky. But I, I think you're just choosing seasonal stuff. That's the best way to go. Mm. Just follow the season. Yeah, I think, like I, I would never put kale itself on a roast dinner because right. I think that's just like sandpaper shit. Mm. But if you choose around, you can find nice alternatives. Mm.
0: Yeah. Mm. And, and Tommy, me, I mean, in terms of sort of um, the the. Uh the saucy things, you know. I mean, you 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 represent New Covent Garden, you know. Oh, do you get a lot of pubs coming to the market? Do you find that, or are they are they tending
1: to sort of? I mean, who do you buy your from I, mean? I buy buy Natura for most of my stuff, and then I use another company called Nature's Choice. So you use a, a delivered sort of. Yeah, yeah. There's no way I'm getting up in the morning, to go to market. Yeah.
0: I mean, Geez, so, Tommy, what 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 what's, what do you get? Many pubs coming to the market.
9: No, I mean, Heath's exactly right. Nature Choice is in the market, so he does buy from our market. And Nussor also buys in the market as well. So, you know, both of those those guys are buying fruit and veg from New Covent Garden. Um, you know, I'd love to sit here and tell you that um, every single pub operator buys from New Covent Garden Mark. But in reality, of course, that's not true. Um, many do and many don't. Um, and there's various reasons for why, why they would or they wouldn't. Um, you know, quite a lot of it is exactly what Heath just said. You know... Who wants to get up at three o'clock in the morning, four, five, six days a week? You. Um, and then run no, a pub okay. as well. Yeah, okay, I might like, doing <laughs> it, but you know, it's um, if you want to run a pub as well, it just isn't really sustainable. Um, and that's why we've got, um, you know, about hundred wholesalers at Newcomer Garden who will do that job for you. They're your eyes and ears in the market. They, you know, your experience and expertise. Um, if you work closely with them, which most people do, they'll know exactly what you need, when you need it. Mm-hmm. They'll go into the market and they'll buy it for you, and then they'll deliver it to your door. Um, and you know that you know they're, they're plugged into all the different sources of supply around the world. So you know it, it's not like there's something out there that you're not going to get if you buy from a wholesale market. If you need something and it's available, they will get it for you. And that's not just the New Covent Garden market. That's wholesale markets all over the country. It just happens that I, you know I'm talking about New Covent Garden, and, and you know. We are premium, and I heard Heath say on a, on a previous podcast that you know, if you want to buy premium vegetables, there's a price to pay for that, mm-hmm. You know, and that's true with any product, mm-hmm. and, and it, it's the same with, um, with New Covent Garden, we're not the cheapest, we don't claim to be, mm-hmm. but you can buy cheaper products at New Covent Garden, you can also buy the very best product that is available mm-hmm. on the market in the UK.
0: And, and Russ, I mean, this is something that you guys are very focused on, isn't it? That, that premium side of things. Are you finding that more ch- with, with prices rising all the time? You know, is, that, is that pushing you guys into a position that, that's starting to get uncomfortable? Or Talk to me about, a bit about that.
8: No, not at all. We've seen our, our, our business grow. I think that's partly because we've had product the last few years where other people, perhaps their supply chains were been more effective. Premium is an interesting word. You know, what do you mean by premium? You know, what would happen and still does happen is people would buy what they call a roasting sirloin for Sunday lunch, but I've got no idea why they call it that. It's just some cheap crap from Brazil. <laughs> um, but on they put that on on a on a Sunday to try and you know and tell 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 us it didn't really matter because it was for Sunday. And I think for me, using a, a great piece of topside even off. Fantastic British beef is a better way to go than using, you know, a more prime cut that's perhaps imported and, and isn't of the same quality. So I think where people have been clever, they perhaps switch some of the cuts around. Um, so, you know, if, you, if you've if you got pork on, you know, you could use a whole shoulder and shred it, for example. I've seen there's a pub in Warwick, not far from them, that only does these meat on a Sunday. Now, it's not for everyone, but it, you know, it's not a gastro pub. or anything. It's just a good, honest eatery. And, and they work really, well on, and then we've got things like you know, shoulders of the lamb are always great value. You know, if the chef can do something with that rather than using the leg, they're going to save money. So, especially with now that we've got rationales and water baths as well, we took the topsoil in a water bath, it comes out absolutely tender, beautiful, and full of flavour. and I'd argue it's better than the strip going on in some cases.
0: I, see, I mean, that's that's true. I guess we we we've got technology that can create sort of different meat. And things like that. So, are you seeing
8: more of that, do you think, now? Yeah, a little bit, a bit more innovation. You know, I've mm. got one customer that's on a, you know, a chicken balance, so, you know, free range chicken leg with a little bit of stuffing through yeah. it. And then we make it, you know, look presentable in a balantine in a and clean film it. And they're using those for a Sunday roast option as well as their roast chicken, Mm. which means that the customer's got something that eats end-to-end really simply and they've got a product that they can put on and make good margin on. So people are certainly looking at their menus a little bit differently. I mean, the overall picture is you know, when we came out of lockdown, it was all T-bone steaks and fillets. Now it's all mm. kind of plates of beef and lesser cuts, and using their creativity. Yeah,
0: and, and Tommy, is that something that, that, that we see in the in the veg? I mean, we tend to find. I mean, we were talking about this earlier, actually. That, that quite often the mistakes that, that operators make is say they'll put all their effort into creating a massive Yorkshire pudding the size of your plate uh, and, and and the meat, but they forget the veg. Um, I mean are we seeing any sort of uh, shifts in, in habits in terms of more premium veg or or people going for, for more uh, sort of uh, cost effective options
9: I think it depends on particularly in the view of what we're talking about here it, it depends on your establishment you know you're exactly right about you know what does premium mean exactly I, I, I get that question um, but it's you know there'll be some establishments who will buy pre-prepped pre-prep, pre-cut you know mm. vegetables from the market they'll get all that job done for them because it saves money in the kitchen there'll mm. be some establishments who want to buy the very best um, and and clearly the market doesn't just supply pubs it supplies all the michelin style restaurants in london mm. um so th- we have we have that level in the market as well um but you know you've got to cut your cloth according to to the customers that you've got and you look, you're looking for value what what I would always say is even if you buy from the market and you don't do it yourself you have somebody who supplies you from the market it's always worth coming down every month or so and having a lot walk, walk mm-hmm. down buyers walk one morning you know you have to do it early admittedly but it, it's worth it you can see what's going on you, you see the prices you see the, the new trends that are coming through you can see all the seasonality mm-hmm. passing through over the year sorry I'm using my hands but yeah, it makes yeah. a difference <laughs> but um, you know it's a uh, use the market for what it is yeah as I'd say it's um, you know it, it does show you things that you won't see by buying online or on the telephone you, you know you just you won't see those things yeah
0: get down get hands
9: on
1: Heath when are we go um, w- 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 what in the morning yeah 3am I suppose we could stay up all night drinking and you could drive me. Well, well I'd stay up. up all night drinking no, and you could yeah. and drive me. Mm-hmm. If you're paying, I'm, I'm up
9: for that. Right. <laughs> you. See you next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they still got the pub in the market? No, we won't go there. Um, anyway, guys, we are out of time. But thank you very much for that. Some, some interesting thoughts, sir.
1: I wanted to ask Russ something. Oh, oh hang on. Oh, well, no, why didn't,
2: why didn't you say that No, because I didn't realise he
1: was going to cut it that quick. Oh, OK. Right, so, Russ, like, what are you... Remember when pork belly was really trendy and everybody was buying pork belly and it was really cheap and now it's really expensive? Are there cuts that we should be looking for? Is there, like, you go, oh, shit, no one's really buying that. They could be roasting that.
8: Yeah, look, I think I think pork belly is, is, has got more expensive. You know, you're still looking at four quid and under four quid a portion on the plate, but Yeah yeah i mean certainly pork collars which you know you can technically call pork ribeyes which sounds lovelier on the menu than pork collar you know pork ribeyes great you could you can slow roast it and then cut it and pan fry it that works really well okay um whole shoulders if you can shred them i mean you know the whole shoulder of pork if you get it on the bone i did a costing the other day on it cooked it's coming out at less than a pound a portion for 180 gram portion. And so you, just sh- things if you-, you just shred it and have it in shreds on the plate, like shredded pork. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. As I said, I've seen this pub in Warwick, they do really well on that. Well, we don't supply them but they just do these pulled meats on a Sunday and of course then it's dead easy they've got no waste and then what they yeah. have left they make pies for in the week and I thought that's quite a, yeah, a, a yeah. clever way. Quite smart. way of doing things it. I quite liked it you know they do whole briskets, put the, the gravy through it it's quite basic but it was really nice mm. I thought that's quite clever mm. it's quite a good way of doing it
0: mm. absolutely um, and, any cool. other, no, any it, other questions, it, questions it, Nadal, I mean, it? I can, can I finish sorry absolutely thank you Finished? Sure. Right, done. Brilliant. (laughs) Okay, guys. I'll try that again. Thanks very much. (laughs) Thanks for those thoughts. Thank you. This is the Locking Podcast with myself, Ed and Nikki Thatcher and Heath Bell. So, we're talking roasts. It just makes me laugh every time I do it. Sorry, Heath. Uh, we are talking roasts and we've looked at some of the challenges that operators are facing. Uh, and we've been talking about what makes a great roast. But we haven't really discussed innovation. And, you know, is there any way to innovate the roast? I mean, it's it, it's pretty simple as we've said in this is kind of you know it's beet and vetch uh, what, what can you do but uh, to, discuss, to, to discuss this rather I'm delighted to welcome a um, free spirited individual <laughs> in the food industry um, <laughs> Paul, Paul So that's how he wishes to be described uh, a former exec chef at Fullers I think that's um, uh, that's accurate I can call you that but uh, also a free spirited director of food really uh, the director of food fi- oh god, oh,
1: god. Go yeah exec chefs is loads of those I can't uh, believe it's
0: uh, you, you um, yeah yeah it's yeah okay I'll, I'll hang my head in shame and Maria Harris of the Stag Hotel in Linhurst so welcome Maria you're the most sensible Hello. one on this conversation oh, right? I'm I not try. sure
3: about
0: that <laughs> <laughs> we will see we we'll will see, see. Yeah. so I mean let, let's talk can we innovate something as traditional and basic as, as a roast dinner where can we add value what can we do um, is it more of an operational thing back a house where, where can we get innovations I mean Paul let, let's start with you um what, what innovation is there to be had on our roast dinner? What, what can we do? Well,
4: I, I think the headline, as always, is just do it properly because, you know, if you can't do the fundamentals correctly... The innovation which you put on the back, whether you stuff the, the shoulder of lamb, stuff a turkey breast, or just try and add different value to it, sort of fails if you can't roast the potato correctly. Right? Mm. So I think I think it always starts with do it properly, do it well. Get yeah, the basics. You know, people want crunch, crunchy roast potatoes in the afternoon or or when they first have their roast at lunchtime. Just get it right.
0: Mm. And, and, but once you've got it right, you know, I mean, that, that you, you talked about stuffing and things. I mean, Heath, are you innovating? Are you doing anything
1: clever no, with your roast dinner? No, I just do it really well. Just boring chef. Just doing stuff really well. I just We just focus on doing really good potatoes, really good meat, y- Yorkshires if we must. Yeah. Those silly size Yorkshires. We don't do silly sizes. But um, no, we just focus about doing the good things really well. And that yeah. keeps them coming back. Yeah. Otherwise, you're trying to be too clever. And then how many times you go to places and you're like, what, what is this? Do you know what I mean? I mean, this yeah. is
0: going to be a short conversation on innovation at this rate, <laughs> is um, I, I mean, is, is that true? I mean, is that a fair point? Should, should we not mess too much?
4: But, you know, everything he says, you know, it's it's perfect, but I think, you know, when it comes to the stuffing, don't use a a basic one, you know, use the trim from the meat, you know, make it as, as nourishful and tasty as possible, so you can keep pushing the boundaries, but even to the point, you know, innovation is, I love a trio, I always try and have every slice of meat. No. No. When I say to the server, can I have a slice of everything? They're like, sorry. No.
1: I've, had this whole, I've got this running joke with a mate of mine. He does this. And he, he put it on in his pub. And it was the biggest selling thing they ever had. Yeah. The trio of roasts. Yeah. So and why not was- knock it? I just can't. It's. It's. I don't know. There's something about it. It's. It just. What's, it takes me back attention? to Henderson in the 80s or something. It's like we we're doing New Zealand. It just. It, it's. it's like Carvery comes Yeah, of it's, yeah, it's yeah but no, No, it just shudders up my spine. Like, yeah, but it's not for
3: you. I, exactly. Give the
1: customers what they that want. The trio the of roast. I can't believe you said give that, Paul. Oh, exactly. My mate's very gonna love choice. this. This is. Uh, did yeah. you do the when you're at Fuller's? Did you do the trio roasts at Fuller's?
4: Yeah, mainly down in Hampshire. They go nuts for it. Yeah, you know, you, you know, because if, if you don't put it there and someone asks for it and you you know, the server says no, you've lost them. So you might as well offer something.
1: But what would you charge it for is, a trio? How much more expensive was a trio roast?
4: Well, you've, you've got to be clever, haven't you? You've got to, you've got to sort of take beef as a, as a high point, and then you know, what's a slice of turkey or pork is going to damage you? No, you don't want to be left with anything at the end of a roast because you know there's lots you could do with it, but there's lots you could do wrong with it as well. So, I, I'd say you know, twenty pounds for three slices of meat.
1: Plus, plus the veg, and then we're like thirty pounds. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I go protein first on a Sunday, quite rich
0: uh, Maria, is a trio of roasts on your menu?
3: Oh, I think our customers are too complex. If we give them choice, they keep taking (laughs) options away anyway. So does it have to come with carrots? Does it have to come with, you know, cabbage and broccoli? And I only want one roast, so it's kind of... They're quite a complex bunch in the forest.
0: Keep it, keep it simple. Um, I mean, it's it, a trio of roast Is that innovation, or are we going back in time? What's the... Uh... we well,
4: are going to look to the past to go to the future, they say. <laughs> oh, my so, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, this is a tremendous <laughs> <this> conversation. He's
0: <laughs> demonstrating his free-spirited individualism here. Uh, um,
4: Just...
8: But it's not, you know. Look, if I go out with
4: my kids, right? My kids make decisions. They get into that age, and you know, they can't have a bit of everything, and preferably off their own plate rather than mine. Then, you know, they're going to cause me grief. But if you go out for a roast, it's supposed to be a feast. It's supposed to be a family feast. Mm. And I think you get you just—it's—it's it's subjective and complex. So people want something different. But if you offer the basic, where people can either move up or move down, get in there, aren't you? And the rest of it's all about gravy and lots
0: of it and the right gravy. We're going to we're going to yeah. have a, a disagreement about that. No, 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 no. I, no, I agree he, on the gravy. He, 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 we, we've had this conversation already. He's yeah. he's, he's, he's on the his gravy. Yeah. He loves bisto. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs>
4: oh,
0: God, he's a big, God, big yeah. fan. Big fan of oxley. <laughs> um, I, I mean, what about Carvery? Come on, let's let's. See if we're going back in time. Carvery. Thoughts on Carvery.
1: is shaking her head. I'm no. Z- I'm
3: z- no, no chance. <laughs> no. No, no Calvary.
1: Oh, I think a really well done Calvary. Come on, Matt Paul.
4: Hang on, you knock a trio of
3: rope.
1: <laughs>
4: well, this is what you've got to agree with me on the Calvary now. You
1: have to agree on the Calvary now. You can't back down. It's, it, it,
4: yeah, I, some people do it really well, but usually with a Beef Wellington in front of the house is the biggest Calvary I'm seeing at the moment.
1: I'm sick and tired of seeing Beef Wellington on social media. It's like, well done. You put steak in some pastry and you've cooked it. Well done, you. Bored. <laughs>
3: Oh, oh so God. bored. So oh. well, you need to come back with that. Oh
1: so bored I've seen Wellington's.
4: Uh. I was going to say you're Australian for the but you made it a noise So uh <laughs> they <laughs> you do know, roast down there it's all fire gravy. I'm from New Zealand um, <laughs> <laughs> yes we do roast dinners
2: <laughs> but on a Monday not on a Sunday on a, we
4: do roast dinners
1: on a Monday in New Zealand yeah. not a Sunday no, a weird. Are like weird. Yeah, everything's a bit skewed down there yeah. it's, uh, it's the
4: time
0: yeah, yes. yeah. Um, <laughs> this has completely derailed most of my thought processes. protests <laughs> um, <laughs> um, which was difficult so, mm. so, look, I think Carvery. Carvery's. I haven't been to one for a while because
4: I've been loyal to Fuller's I'll, I'll continue to eat their roast I think they're amazing but I think, I think people Boom. Oh. I don't want to queue up it's bad enough queuing on a good day so I think people want to be served service is big and on Sunday yeah. you want to get your family in and out and try and squeeze and put it in and out the door in at least an hour and 45 minutes so, so I, I think Carvery might be good but I haven't seen one before.
0: so bring bring the roast to the table and carve it at the table <laughs> yeah. really, you know, okay. um, yeah. I mean Nicky is a big sure. fan of the uh, the Toby Carvery so we, we've had this conversation yeah, I,
4: I,
8: I'm yeah, I, yeah, well. yes. I Yeah, they do very well I they do very well yes
0: indeed um, Maria I, I mean you're doing something a bit different uh, you're, you're doing dog roast.
8: We are. Yes.
3: <laughs> no, and that's not, not the, the dog roast. I was going to say, we we'll clarify you're roast. not roasting
0: uh, people's pets and, and serving it to them. <laughs> yeah, um, no, which not would be a,
3: Yeah,
0: Which would be a different uh, conversation. Well, we're in the
3: middle, yeah, we're in the middle of the forest, so um, at the end of every dog is a, usually a party of at least four, so... Um, we were kind of starting to give them out a free. Uh, we've got two dogs ourselves, so every time we fed them, everyone else was like, Oh, could we have some? So we just thought, Let's, let's see if we can coin in on this. So we've only been it only launched about three Sundays ago.
1: Okay, how much is um, a dog uh, roast? Sorry, how much is a dog roast?
3: So we have the large George roast. Oh, <laughs>
4: you've got different <laughs> sizes. Oh my God! Oh, I think this is, I think it's a great
3: this idea. Is genius! I, I think is, the dog um, business is
4: booming. I'm proud. The yeah. oh, dog no, business makes
3: money. Yeah. yeah. So that's 450. Um, and that's the uh, We had to do a lot of research over dog allergies of course. <laughs> and some <produced> an allergen <laughs> sheep.
8: Really? <for> did <laughs> you, that?
0: Do, do you oh, ask yeah. the dogs? Do you, yeah. do you do and you then, say Are they any <laughs> allergic? any any requirements dietary requirements yeah
8: yeah yeah we have to Our
3: document that yeah they can't yeah. have onions and, and, and grapes and, uh, and, grapes
0: and, uh, and chocolate
4: was one of those things
3: Great mm-hmm. yeah chocolate yeah. um,
0: I mean these are animals that will eat sheep shit in a field yeah 100% right. yeah, they
3: yes. can eat sheep shit we don't put any of that in <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we do try you, not to anyway
0: do you ever get uh, like, and then we, yeah? ha- we
3: have a small Doris roast which oh. is um, a bit cheaper okay how much is that so,
4: 350 and a George's 450. George's 450. that's the dogs that they carry in the bags. It kills me people
1: people carry the dogs. Yeah, the yeah. It scares them me when, when I'm trying to train them. So. In the right bag yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> where's that bag moving? <laughs> <laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> so we have a problem in Highgate sometimes because some customers will get the kids' menu for their kids and then they'll look at the kids' roast and they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll have three kids' yeah. roasts. And <laughs> do you think you get the point?
3: So no, we only have two adults' roast and three dog roast. But are you
1: going to get to the point where customers go, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, can we get dog a dog roast for us, please? And be like, you and you go, you don't have yeah.
3: a dog. All children, all children are eating out of the bowls, so uh, it's great.
0: What, what, what goes into a dog rice, then, Maria? What, what do you uh,
3: uh Carrots, peas, roast potatoes, beef, and chicken stock.
0: Okay, and this is just, yeah. I mean, the, the, the seriously, I mean, I'm struggling, but the but, all seriousness. Is this kind of uh, is this a good way to get rid of the leftovers? Is it waste? Is it how or are you actually genuinely cooking this stuff up for for the dogs? upselling, it's, up, it's clever.
3: We are. It's a bit of both, really. So the first week was a little bit of extra ordering. We've got stock anyway, um, and then last week it was just our normal ordering in. So there's no extras, uh, right. but it's a way of pulling people in the door because we Ooh. there's competition on the high street. So and, yeah. and how many? How many <laughs> hey, dog in. <laughs> how many how many dog roasts have you sold? Like how
1: many how many on Sunday? What's an average?
3: Uh, I think we did about twelve on Sunday, okay. and the first week was six. So, okay. so small it's building. numbers, but.
4: <clears throat> It's building. It, how did, how did yeah. Chef cope with that? How did Chef cope <laughs>
3: uh, It's taken a year in, a year in the major.
1: I can mean, like just see Chef going, really?
3: Dogs? There's been um, lots of heavy discussions and it was my husband's idea about a year ago and it's taken us a year to convince them. Finally get
0: there, yeah, I think. So, I mean, uh, could, uh, yeah. just, just coming back to that you said there's competition on the high street. <laughs> you mean yeah. other people Not are doing the dog. dog roasts?
3: <laughs> Sorry? Other
0: people are doing offers for dogs, are they, on the high street
3: uh No, but they're
0: all, all doing
1: good roasts. So, uh, okay, I see,
3: so yes. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, you
1: know, I mean, it, you, you, It's Thomas, I mean, mate, you, there's no the, way, I I, there's no way I would Come do this on, in Highgate, no way. Man, it'd be a freak show, it'd be a David <laughs> Lynch film, they'd all be in there, the dogs right. in the bags, the big dogs, it'd be, we'd sell more dog roasts than we'd sell human roasts. Have you ever had somebody sit on a table? think of the a dog wall you could have. Oh,
4: yeah.
1: I've heard people I've had people order food for their dog like human food and give it to them. if they sat them, yes, the the yeah, yeah, okay. them at the table? Yeah, yeah, at the table. Yeah,
2: off the plate at off the, the table. Plate,
1: yeah, we'll bet they go over and go, guys, it's not really like Hiking, how we do things here, you know, and they get really upset. It's a bit today. on up there, isn't it? What's that? Well, it's highgate. It's hot it's up in highgate. Oh yeah, like mate, honestly, it's, it is really—it's Twin Peaks. It's—it's it's a freak
3: show. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, I mean, they come with more equipment than with their kids. So you know, yeah. they've got beds and bags and blankets uh. and.
1: It's yeah. Kind mean, of
3: coordinated coats with the rest of the family. I'm not going to lie, Maria, you're basically describing me right now with yeah, my dog.
4: I was so. just saying, <laughs> Nikki,
1: has just got a dog. She's she now, in the bag
4: as well.
3: No, yeah. no,
2: she's not in the bag. She's far too big.
0: But too big for the bag. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you could fit her in the bag, you would gather up. I would. Around,
2: wouldn't
0: the r- no, 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 so, no, I wouldn't. Um, I mean, you you do a great job. You've even got the dog bath out out the back, haven't you? Yeah, For, we have. for a walk yeah. or something like that. It's. Uh, I think. I think mean, it's brilliant. I think yeah. it's a genius idea. Um,
2: Especially for where you are yeah. in, the, in the New Forest, like. Yeah.
3: Dog
2: walker yeah. Central. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. I, I mean, we even, beautiful. you know, all really the impressed.
3: locals have got their dogs, and not and all our tourists have got dogs. We've even got regulars that come and said, I said, what are you doing? They said, I'm walking the dog. And I was like, you've forgotten the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was just pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> on a road? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dog Very dog friendly. <laughs> I mean, this
4: is... Have you seen the growth in drink sales then? Or, or is, you know, bringing a dog, do they stay for long?
3: Yeah, know? they do, yeah. I've got it's, kids, it's I can't wait to get out. No, it's a real, no, it's a real family. It's, our Sundays are bedlam. Mm. It's absolute bedlam.
0: Well, it's interesting, because we, we started this, this podcast, we were talking about, you know, what, what's important. Why I roast important and it is family, isn't it? You know, you get the family to the table, you get everyone around the table, and dogs are part of families. Um, those own dogs, obviously. Um otherwise they steal them. Uh Nikki, what's your dog name? Um, it, it, it is that that kind of thing. So having that offer on there, you know, we've seen you know bars do dog biscuits and dog beer has become a thing, hasn't it? Yeah, and we
2: had the dog so. we had the dog um, category
0: for GPA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I expect an entry from you, yeah, Maria on that one next summer. year. Um yeah. dog ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And they do popuccinos in places oh as
1: well. Oh, my God.
4: That's a step too far. Oh, I'm just just
1: imagine being the barrister and you're going to make the coffee. You get how many? The barrister or the barista? Barista. I was going
0: to say, come down in the world of the barristers. <laughs> <been here. laughs>
1: <laughs> but just there, having what's to make the, dog coffee, semester, dog dinners. <laughs> it's just the place has gone to the dogs.
4: Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> God's at least he's smiling now. Yeah, well, this yeah. is the first time
0: in a long time I've oh, actually seen him laugh. So, uh, oh. this, is, this is good. It's therapy. I'm oh, married, dude. Oh, uh, I'm married. Leave me alone. <laughs> Your wife's probably got the bank to pick me. Right? Anyway, no, Oh, no, my no, God. No, hey,
4: that's <laughs> terrible.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: so just, uh, yeah, I can't help it sometimes. Um, before right, before we get into a pudding thing, I, think, I mean, just to wrap up, guys, I mean, innovation. I mean, dog roasts aside, are we are we are we barking up the wrong?
2: Oh Jesus Christ! Up sure ask a question. Is there anything else that we should be doing in terms of innovating the roast? Or yeah. Is it fine as it is? I think is what he's trying to say. No. Yeah. And, and,
4: and I think that you're just going to do the basics really well. So, you know, stay true to, to the great British roast. I think do a share. You know, do a Heath trio. Reword it a Heath trio. Um, and I think you're going to work with a so wrong. You really have to, and they and they, they expect. It.
0: Yeah, yeah, so just just keep it simple. Don't let the uh, tail wag. No, I I won't go into that. Um, Brilliant, guys. I really appreciate your time on this one. Uh, It's been an absolute blast, but thank you very much. This is the Lock In podcast, and we are at the end of this episode. We've been talking roasts in this one, and how important roasts are to the pub offer. Nikki, stop giggling every time I say the word
2: roast.
0: <laughs> Why is she laughing? I don't know. I think this is a, a, I think it's this is a family show.
2: Is <laughs> it with um, Heath on it? Um, <laughs> I'm not sure that's true. I don't,
0: I don't think we're going to go there. Just um, for like getting picked on. <laughs> Paul called you Australian this time, so just me. Um. Um, So, I mean, what have we learned, guys? What do we think? Roasts, I mean, clearly there's very little innovation in a roast, unless you're going to do dog roasts.
2: But it doesn't sound like... Or then spit roast. Oh yes, we
0: could talk about spit roast. What, we haven't that? talked about spit roast, have we?
4: Uh, <laughs> fuck's sake! Mm.
1: Yeah, well, then yeah, but, the but hold on, no? yeah, like yeah, but hold on, mm. on. But then you go back if you, you're talking about chicken and they're a bit shit. But if you spit roast loads of chickens,
3: <laughs> fuck. Oh my god, you're a
1: child.
3: Okay. Anyway, what
1: we've worked uh, out sorry. is what we've worked out is roasts are our USP for pubs. Yeah. You do them well, you really build your whole you build your whole food offer of for the week. If you do a good oh. roast they know your foods are good the rest of the week so you've got to do it really well you've got to focus on it. you can't cut corners stop using shit gravies and, and stuff like that if you have to buy stuff in buy the proper stuff in you can get all those brands that make a really good veal stop you yeah, that you yeah. reduce again yeah. you've got to do things do properly it well. you've do got it well. to do it well because if you do it well they'll come back again and again then you can put on better wines and you can start building and make it more so interesting so it's, it's,
0: it's, it's the cornerstone foundation If you, I mean obviously not all pubs do food but
1: for, for food pubs yeah yeah uh, um, this is the cornerstone, is it? Yeah, I think yeah. I think because if you've got a reputation and we goes, oh it's good roast, and then it's suddenly the conversation is like, Oh, they do good food there. And then it's that. Yeah. And it changes the dialogue or that you know, the
0: yeah. massive
1: um, Yorkshire puddings. Mm. God, and a trio. And a trio. It's interesting, the trio. It's interesting. It's it's but it, it, you know what it for me is, it's like you've just been a bit greedy. <laughs> right, Just eat your food, mate. Well, if customers go, can I have an extra slice of beef? No, you can't. Why not? We've portioned it out. We know how many roasts we can do today. You having an extra slice of beef doesn't work but for But
2: what us. if they're extra hungry? Sometimes I get Have hungry. a starter.
1: Have a dessert. It takes 20 minutes for the food to eat your stomach. Back off. Take your time. Have a bottle of Melbeck. If you're going to drink Melbeck. And then just sit down and relax do you know what I mean there's no hurry roast dinners take your time and, do you know yeah what well, we didn't talk about oh. like cauliflower cheese uh. listen I took it off my menu and I'll tell you why I took it off the menu and Wahid's going to kill me in my kitchen Wahid I'm sick and fucking tired of you forgetting to put cauliflower cheese in the lift <laughs> so the food comes down and they go where's our cauliflower cheese and you go oh give me a minute you run upstairs and you go weed, he does the cauliflower cheese Because, goes oh, sorry boss I forgot give me a <laughs> and then you take it down and they finish the roast dinner and they go oh, we don't need it now. And then you go, thanks, we're well, just giving you a free cauliflower cheese. Yeah. So, But the problem with cauliflower cheese if it's not done properly and it's left out and it's dry and it's all this, it's just... Congealed. It's just, you know, I get it. It's a nice... It's nice if you're at home and your mum's cooked it or your gran or your aunt or your dad, whatever. But... Making it in bulk can be a bit shit.
2: But people, it's, a lot of places I've been to, it's an extra, so... Yeah, yeah we charge yeah. extra for yeah, it. Yeah, so.
1: But it's just, we can... <laughs> the problem I've got in my kitchen, This why I had a breakdown about gone. it the other week, they could never get it down at oh. the same time because the oven spaces are cranked and we're doing them almost, you know, we've got the, the batch made up and then we're we're basically cooking it. Do you mm. know what I mean? It goes in the oven and then they forget and then it's like that. And You know, we're on a Sunday lunch, we're doing 300, 300 roast dinners. Yeah. It's just stunning. they it at the lock, aren't they? Yeah, well, it's yeah. different, yeah we're only doing like 800 roosters down there 80 to 100 yeah. so it's not it's not hard mm-hmm. but when you're really cranking numbers in the kitchen with the red Lion the sun is tiny yeah. we just don't have space Mm. Do you know what I mean? So you have scrapped it. Multiple I scrapped it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And don't say braised red cabbage as well. What is that? I didn't like, say it. I know, but I was, I was thinking that. that. <laughs> <laughs> you should do braised red cabbage, and you go. It's unless we live in Germany. Never yeah, have said that. It's shit. Okay. Do you know what I mean? No one ever braises the red cabbage properly. It's always a bit too acidic. Yeah, you know I know.
2: Mean? Wow, I never knew you felt so strongly about roast, braised didn't red it? cabbage. Yeah, and yeah, mm.
1: braised red cabbage in particular. The irony in the old days. I said the old days, pre-war. I used to, a, I used to sit down on a Sunday. Before service at 11 o'clock, and I'd eat a roast dinner. And i check. At all-
2: 11 o'clock in the morning?
1: Because yeah, well, I have to work at 12. Oh, yeah. So i check all the components and I'd have a roast dinner. That was my Sunday ritual. Mm. Then I just got, it got to the point where it's almost like being in Guantanamo Bay and someone's <laughs> getting the water, getting the <laughs> roaster and going, eat it. So in the morning, now, I'm like, the okay, chef goes, you want a roaster? Hell no, I don't want to eat another roast dinner in my life. So, so yeah, you know. don't have roast anymore.
0: You must. No. So you go out and eat. you, you were a. You're a. You're a. Yeah, don't No, no,
1: Sunday. So here's the rub. And we were talking about with Holly before. I go to a Chinese restaurant or something yeah. and I eat them some. Right. I eat my su long bao, my Ha Gao, you know what I mean? And I'm roast gotcha, cabbage? No pretty roast cabbage. Mm. And then I'll have but I will have do the Chinese roast cheese. chicken they do it um at uh, Royal China. They just graze it, roast chicken and then yeah, I'll just sit there and you know. How I'll do they cook? The, is it a spit roast? No, it's hmm. a no, rice rice they spice. It's really good, no, but uh, it's so good, it's so good. So good. Have that with some duck egg fried rice and off you go. But But yeah, I think the thing about roasting is it's bringing everybody together, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's yeah. saying it's almost like it's a center point of meeting your friends and, and it's family. always like yeah. yeah and family yeah, yeah not that you would have dinner with your family but um yeah my wife doesn't eat roasts. <laughs> what no the Swedish do not eat roast I, I can get them all to the Chinese restaurant no problem even when my when kids you uh, when you eat roast no you eat it's not really do you know what I mean no, okay. Well, that's a little, probably a topic for another time. I, think. I was thinking of launching the roast dinners on, Sunday, on Monday nights, but then I just thought, no, everybody really might think I'm a bit mental. You're yeah, sh- and also your, you your said staff t- might quit on that. Yeah,
2: it's a New Zealand yeah. thing.
1: But also think they also think if you put a roast dinner on a Monday, they, like go, some they, they, they? they go. If you put a roast on a Monday, people go, ah, uh, leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's trying to he's trying to shift the shit he couldn't sell yeah. it yesterday.
0: Uh, that's what the pie is for, sir. So. Yeah. Um, Yes. Yeah. No, so, uh, I mean, you said, you know, roasts are all about
1: getting the family together, so dog roasts aren't going to come on to I them. just... I, like I think you wrote me a can of worms in Highgate. You imagine a that. A can of dog food. Oh, it'd, be, it'd be like 101 Dalmatians at the front door on a yeah. f- Sunday. A little bit piling in there, you know what I mean? Be like, No! <laughs> Ship. We'll just have a separate kitchen for dog roosts.
2: Well, I think it's a brilliant idea.
1: Yeah, but... Yeah, but... Yeah, no. Because... Yeah, no. Yeah, but, you, yeah, no. yeah but no. I think
2: it is. I, I think, think it's, it's good great idea. Idea. It's, it's okay if you've got a massive
1: pups. pub, but if you... The problem we've got is post-lockdown, everyone got puppies. Yeah. And now they, don't, they, they, their puppies aren't socialised so or well there's a big
0: trained. market for this.
1: You yeah, but just, money, you they money, I'm could, no joke. I walk in here, I lost count the amount of dogs I saw. Yeah, Ooh. but you got to go up there on a Sunday. It's just mental. It's too much. And you're like, hey, guys, on your booking can you next time just leave a note you got a dog why because it's a saint bernard <laughs> 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 i don't know where to sit you <laughs> it's on the space of two toddlers no, seriously the other day it was a saint bernard i just looked at the guy i went really and he was, oh. is it a saint bernard He'll go to saint the table. our tables I've, aren't that big i've always called them saint bernard
2: oh, it's saint so. bernard yeah you say things
0: weird. I don't. Like okay, no. so He's crest. got baristas yeah. making it. No, sorry, baristas. Barristers, And he's putting water crest, uh, crest on things. And he's putting water... What is it, crest
1: or crest? It's crest. It's
0: crest. Where's right. this crest
1: come from? I mean, that's Ta-da. the coat of arms. Oh, Are you yeah. putting... Garnishing your food with coats of arms? You, you see those on roast dinners when they, put, when they put salad leaves on it. And you're thinking, why? <laughs> why? Why would you do that? Yeah. Cold leaf, hot food. Yeah.
0: Like, it's like... Yeah, I don't know. makes no sense. It makes no sense. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that there because otherwise. Uh, we'll oh, chase
1: down uh, Guinness as well. I want to go and do the Guinness thing. No, all right. We're going to do the Guinness. Thing. We'll do it. Speak to know? them. You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah.
2: You're very like. It gets to near the end of a session. You're like, oh, I just want to say. You've got to have the last word today.
1: Yeah. It's like wine he was drinking. Oh. I've had I've had two glasses of gamay. Yeah. I would have had a Guinness, but they don't have any. Uh, I had i uh, uh, I've had a. Pint. <laughs> Lovely sign that. Uh, I've had a pint of lager with a top. Yeah. Um, what else have I had? Yeah, had a white wine. I had a white wine. I did. I had a uh, Jura Sharp then. Eh? We'll yeah. stage mm-hmm.
0: an intervention next time. Um, oh. Anyway, moving on. Um, that is all from us for this episode of the podcast, but we will be back in a couple of weeks with more pub shen- <laughs> shenanigans She's <laughs> trying kind to <of> speak. Shenanigans. <laughs> um, possibly even Guinness. We'll see, Heath. I might dangle that just to kind of.
1: Get, on, get, get us over on. We need uh, to see where uh, it's made. That's what we um, need. <laughs>
0: In the meantime, please feel free to share far and wide with all your friends and colleagues. Cash prizes for referrals are available. Great! Heath, My ex-wife's husband has kindly to this put now. some money aside for that. He's promised me a thousand-pound bounty for every new listener I get, um, of what? which is very generous of him. What? Listener? What? Every new listener, you're going to pay him a thousand pounds. I talked about this. I did we? Did we? I, do. I talked about, about this. All that wine. Awkward. Affecting your memory. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, he's offering cash, so uh, sign up. Uh, that is a good bond from us, and we will be back in a couple of weeks.